I sat on the curb outside the award show that night, smoking a joint, ashing on my tuxedo pants, pondering my next move in life. A lot of people ask me how to come back from a traumatic failure, and I have no answer for them. How smug of you, I think. You have my apologies for not being a more extraordinary man. The answer is, sometimes you don't come back from it. Sometimes you pack it in, you cut and run, you tuck your tail between your legs and run away, and the world is much better off for it. That's very nice. Thank you, Alyssa. Hey, uh, I think I think I'm starting to get the hang of this producing thing. I mean, look what I made right here. Ugh. Wait a minute. I didn't say that. Is that me? Did you play that? Ugh. 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 Well, I'm glad you're handling this well, Alyssa. I am not. I just want this night to be over with. Wait, shh. Alyssa, we have a call. Shockmaster, is that you? Hey, what's up? Uh, this is Dan in L.A. Ugh. Um, first of all, I, I just want to tell you I really like the show. Um, I mean, you know, I think you're doing a good job. I don't know. I feel like you don't you don't say that to yourself enough. You know, I mean, I don't know how many people would stop a show that they were doing to just tell themselves they were doing a good job. But sometimes when I'm listening to you, I feel like you need someone to tell you that you're doing a good job. So I just so I just want to preface my call by just telling you I think you're doing a good job with the show. That's very sweet. Daniel's yeah. a very sweet caller. Okay, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Dan. Thank you. Thank you. What what did you what else did you want to say? I feel like you've been on this odyssey, man, like with the book and 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 stuff like that and like you know, I it's funny cuz like I was watching this episode, you know, I was thinking like kind of like about like Sammy's what Sammy's gone through on this show, you know, cause it's like a little bit like what you're going through. You know, he did, he had this whole like amazing storyline with the bloodline is like the hottest story, like in, in ages, right. On, on WWE television. Right. Wouldn't you say? You are definitely just like Sammy Zane. Um, that's, this is a really apt description and I appreciate Daniel for that. But this is my life. Okay. It's not TV. I'm being stalked. That's not a good thing. Yeah, no, no, no. And that's like, that is bad. Like you, like, I think it's good that you can recognize that that's bad. I think that's a great thing when people can look at like, there's a person stalking me. They want to kill me. Like, is that good? No. Right. It's not good. And that's so good to say out loud. Right. I imagine even just you hearing that right now, you're probably like, wow, it feels so good to hear that. No, that feels terrible to say out loud, actually. Say, say it again. Why don't you say what you say? I always feel like 
somebody's watching me mm-hmm. and I have no privacy. That's see, and you'll you say that to yourself over and over again. I always feel like somebody's watching me. Tell me, is it just a dream? That sounds familiar. Is it Confucius? I don't think so. I made it up just now. But anyway, what I was saying before about, um, you know, Sammy, right? This guy was like, he was like red hot, right? He challenged Roman for the title in Montreal, right? And then what happened? There's going to be bumps in the road. Stalkers, book cancellations. But you got to understand, you've been through a journey, man. And you're about to reach the end of that journey. A hero's journey, to coin a phrase. You feel like a hero? I know I'm a hero. Do I seem like a hero to you? That's what you got to figure out. Only you can know that. What? There. Here's the thing. There is a hero, right? If you look within your soul, you don't have to be afraid of what you are, right? This is, I'm just spitballing here, but you can find love. If you search within yourself and the emptiness you felt, it'll, it'll melt away. That's just me. Again, I'm just spitballing here, right? That just sort of came to me. And as I'm thinking about it, I'm one, I'm like, it's beautiful. (laughs) I'm wondering how I came up with it so fast. I want to grab a pen and paper and write it down. Wow. This guy's like Tony Robbins. He's very, very inspirational. I hope, I hope you're listening to him. Yeah, he's full of something, but it ain't inspiration. I'm not a poet or anything like that, but the stuff that's been coming to me right now while I talk to you, I think maybe I missed my calling. Anyway, what I'm saying is that's what you got to remember. What does what does that mean? What does any of this mean? You've got to face this shock master head on, make it to the climax, and then wrap things up. And then that's it. Well, I mean, it's not it. I have to come back next week. We're doing another show next week. Oh, you will? Why wouldn't we be back next week? Yeah, of course we're going to be back next week. What is he talking about? Okay. Can you maybe get to the point? Is there a point to all this? Yeah. Look, let's say you broke up your life into three chunks. Okay, we'll call them acts. Okay, so break it up into three acts, right? Let's say you went through the first act and things were like, okay, right? You're doing your thing and you think you're doing pretty well. Then you hit act two and then things kind of dip, right? Maybe your, your, your book deal didn't work out the way you thought it would. There's a man who's stalking you, who is it just will not go away, right? It seems like by the time we get to the end of that part of your life, that would be toward the end of act two, right? You're in this kind of like dark night of the soul, you might call it, right? You're like, how am I going to get out of this, right? But then you move into act three. And that, and I, and hear me out on this, because I mean it. That is the third act when everything changes again. What the fuck are you talking about with the acts and the chunks? Things have to change again to move the story along. The story of your life, the story that is your life to move it along. If it's going to the third act and there has to be some sort of a change, we can't leave the second act and enter the third act doing the same things we did in the second act. 
well, what if I don't want to change? What if I want to be the same person in the beginning? <laughs> in the third act? Are you crazy? You can't do that. Third act, man. I don't think anyone changes that much in two hours. You can't be the same guy in the third act that you were in the first act. That would mean you didn't have an arc, okay? That would mean this whole thing would be a waste of time. Nobody changes in two hours. You have to have an arc. You start in one place and you end in another. If If all of this, if you come out of this, Act three, which, again, is just a hypothetical. We're talking about breaking your life up into little chunks. We're calling them acts just for the time being. If you come out of act three the same as you were in act one, it's not compelling. Nobody changes in two hours. It's not compelling. It's not a compelling story. Think about it. Think about the guy you were when this began and the guy you were right now and give me one difference. Go ahead. You can think about it. Give me one difference. Nobody changes in two hours. Come on. Come on. You've seen people change in two hours. Do you have anything wrestling related you want to talk about? I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. Uh, let me, let me, uh, okay. Remember when Shawn Michaels, I'm going to give you a wrestling example, okay? Shawn Michaels went on TV and he said he lost his smile. Remember that? And he said he had to get off TV for a little while, right? He's going away to go find his smile, right? He left. And then he came back and he was a different guy and he did all sorts of incredible things after that. Right. He had the, he did, um, uh, probably, a uh, probably a ladder. All right. That's enough. I mean, he did, he did come back. Shawn Michaels did. He came back and then he said, I love you. I'm sorry. And he kicked that old man in the face. That's probably a was I guess that that he did that was a great thing. Was it a great thing? Why do customers always want to come in when you're trying to close up? I I completely understand. I have been wiping down the studio this the for the last 15 minutes. I'm gonna take one more call, all right? Uh you're the last caller. You're on Tit Pie. What do you need? The bell tolls for the scribe. Shockmaster. You've labored in the fields of deception long enough. The snake that feeds off of rabbits must get full. Listen to me, Shockmaster. Everybody's going through shit. Everyone has a different way of dealing with it. That applies to me, and it applies to you too. The difference is, I'm trying to be the best version of myself every day. Can you say the same, Shockmaster? I think you're better than this, man. Whatever I did to hurt you, I'm sorry. Reconciliation that comes after midnight is no reconciliation. Sedation is upon us. It's time for your chickens to come to their red roost. Rhyme. Zane! Oh, behave. Thank you, Alyssa. Uh, oh, oh boy. Oh, it, when you pay a subscription for a voice-changing software, uh, I guess I would recommend not canceling your credit card without setting up a new form. It doesn't seem like the kind of thing that would just stop working in the middle of a call. Zane, why did you do it, man? What reason did I have not to do it? 
First of all, a neck beard? Absolutely not. That's like calling the Sistine Chapel a painting. I have meticulously shaved my beard into a particular shape every day for 35 years because it's necessary. I don't drink 100 eggs every morning for fun. I drink them because it is necessary. And when I dangled you over a ledge and dropped you, I did it because it was an accident. That's why I said, oops. Now, did I destroy your life because I wanted to? No. I destroyed your life because it became necessary. When you put in your book that oops meant on purpose, I needed to act. So yeah, I've read your fucking book because it's full of shit and you're ruining my goddamn life. I knew you read my book, you fucking clown. I have spent decades watching professional wrestling and glorious Nippon, and guess what? It's all I've ever wanted. And you tried to take it from me by thinking oops means on purpose. Yes, when a child goes oops, it's an accident. When an adult says oops, they did that shit on purpose. Does up mean down? Does black mean white? Is Shawn Michaels better than Okada? No. You know all the stories in there are true, you son of a bitch. You were there. Say it. It is what it is. But you, you're nothing. You're paper in the wind. And for you to levy these accusations against a man who opened doors for you, madness. Your own guilt, maybe, chewed your stomach up. Anyone could have sent the Yakuza after you, a, a man you spilled a drink on, a debt you never paid, a girl whose integrity you challenged. Anyone. And to put it on Dave's shoulders after uh, giving you your life, giving birth to you out of his, his butthole, farting you out like an afterthought. It disgusts me. He could have been a wrestler, a promoter, but he chose to be a historian because it's noble, and you chose to get your dick wet because you're simple. You're a paparazzi. So that means you're trying to kill me? No. I'm trying to make everyone see you for the stupid asshole that you are. If I was trying to kill you, you'd be dead. Again, I drink a hundred eggs every morning. So what is this shit about the cyber sedation? Like, what are you going to do to me? Are you going to swap me or something? I was going to have 10 pizzas sent to your house. You sent 10 pizzas to my house? I I couldn't order that many pizzas on short notice. They need a day. But it, with the time period given, I sent three. So now I got to pay for three pizzas? <laughs> I had to pay for those pizzas online. They don't take orders over $30 in cash. Let me get this straight. The cyber sedation was sending me three free pizzas? I sent you a reminder of your everydayness, of your runniness, of how easy it is to pull you apart piece by piece with 
a flick of the wrist. Yes, you could say I sent you three pizzas for free. Cool prank, bro. Nicholas, I apologize. Well, you sent me that letter in the mail, bro. But I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't waste the stamp. You sent me a letter that was written in red ink that said, "I'm gonna kill you." Oh, oh, oh. no! You got a Kanye letter, my friend. What is a Kanye letter? It's his new marketing campaign. You're just gonna keep getting those, and after a couple thousand arrive, if you put them together, it's the verse to a hit song. I got a few of those too. The Kanye letters. Yeah, they don't stop coming. Mm-mm. Oh, what about that fish you left outside my apartment? What? Oh, uh, sorry. I think that actually might have might have been me. I went to go check on you because we're worried about you, and so, you know, I had some leftovers from an Italian food restaurant. So I had that bronzina in there, and I figured you might might not have eaten so i left you something outside your door to eat i thought you'd you'd figure it out i guess that would explain the steamed vegetables it seems like you definitely overlooked a detail or two yeah i i guess so man i i don't know i'm just a little stressed out about this book and this this show man i don't even want to do this show man who wants to be like sean ross set who so nobody's trying to kill me I mean, I know Sean Ross Sapp kind of doesn't like you. It could be him. Uh, sources say Sean Ross Sapp. Greg, the producers, talked about wanting to kill you before. Sources say it's Greg, the producer. Oh, yeah, I got a lot of enemies. No question about it. Mm-hmm.